Hello, friends, and welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 131. For those of you who have been listening for a while, welcome. For those of you who are new, welcome. I hope that you have the same experience as you always do, which is a little bit more knowledge, a little bit deeper in thought, and I hope that we can get a little bit more into the divine timing of what is going to happen with your life, even though we don't really know what's going to happen. It was a very interesting last few weeks. Um, I was working on cat rescue today and I almost didn't make this podcast, but cross your fingers that this darling little foster, he's a rugged cat out in the Bronx, is getting rescued right now so that I can foster him and nourish him back to health so that he can be adopted. I think one of the greatest gifts we can give to each other is the gift of love from a foster pet or an homeless shelter animal. So I highly recommend if you don't do any volunteering and you love animals, it is so fulfilling to adopt or foster or even just like help with transport, food donation, a donation of money, your time. I work with Little Wanderers NYC, Best Friends New York and LA, the Stray Cat Alliance, Puppy Kitty New York City, um, among many others. And I highly recommend that you look up a shelter in your local neighborhood, um, like SD Shelters in San Diego is where um, it's closest to my parents' house, or even the North County Animal Shelter in Carlsbad, California is where my childhood pet um, where we had to say goodbye to him. So I have, um, of course, my own set of ups and downs in this world of wellness and health and cooking and beauty and lifestyle. But I do know that helping others is free and it really can put a lot into perspective in your life. Last week, we spoke about how we can all sort of compare ourselves to others I catch myself doing it too. It's terrible. Um, Oh God, I have to catch myself so many times and remember that not everybody has a perfect life that they're projecting out there. And um, maybe it's time to take a little bit more of a break too off of social so that you're not paying attention to things that trigger you. Speaking of triggering, um, I thought it would be important to discuss our obsession with weight loss in today's episode 131. So this is a trigger warning that we will talk about things that are very uncomfortable and a little bit difficult to speak on, but I also believe in growth conversations and having like a growth mindset where we discuss things that are a little bit out of our comfort zone at the Wabi Sabi pod so that we can learn to grow and help others in turn. One of the greatest gifts as a writer that I believe we can give to others is that when you disclose your own pain and suffering, that you're actually helping others with their own pain and suffering, which is why I thought it would be important to speak on this topic. And I have a whole chapter on how to eat and how to nourish yourself to better health in Spirited on Audible Originals by Candice Kumai. For those of you who have written a five-star review for the Audible original book, thank you. Brava. I see you. And it means a lot to me. 
The reviews are what help to keep us going on this free and very, um, how I, how do I say this? Self. Here we go. Let's just put it how it is. Cheapo produced podcast. So today, weight loss, um, a kid of the eighties and nineties, we saw slim fast and then we saw diet like sodas like tab and diet coke and oh lord splenda and sweet and low and everything from olestra chips to wow chips to people that were just drinking you know a slim fast in place of every meal to weight watchers to points to now people doing all kinds of crazy things to lose weight i skipped over that whole section of like those weird pills and shit that people started to take because Frankly, they don't work and they're gross and there will always be an Achilles heel to a shortcut, quote unquote, on weight loss. Every fitness instructor, especially if there's a certified uh, fitness instructor or trainer, will tell you that diet and exercise is what will help you to get cut. And I'm not one that wants to be super um, like ripped. I just want to be healthy. And so into my early 40s, I started to recognize like, yeah, your your body's going to change you guys. So that's the first thing that we're going to recognize today in the healthiest, better for you, or we could call this the healthy-ish way to a better life um, and to feel more nourished. Your trigger warning, though, is that we will discuss things that could be um, a little bit triggering for anybody who might have an eating disorder or who has a tendency to um, be provoked or triggered by language um, when it comes to weight loss. It's a very sensitive subject. And first and foremost, I do want people, if you are triggered, I highly recommend that you reach out to your physician or doctor. If you're afraid to, you can always bring up disordered eating to a medical professional in all confidence so you can make sure to dial your local uh, doctor or medical center if you have an ED. I'll try to relay the number for all of you so that we can share the number today. Um, I don't want you guys to live in fear. So the hotline for treatment options or if you are in crisis with an eating disorder just dial 988 um, and you can also call this phone number. Um, I believe it is just 988, but I do want you to know that there is help out there for you. Um, another number that you can call is 202-559-3900. That's the American Psychiatric Association Um, And I believe that the Eating Disorder Hope Hotline is 866-932-1264. I bring this up today because of all the extra use of, of prescription drugs being used for weight loss. And while there are people that I personally know that have either tried it or used it or using it, I... This is this is like a message that's overarching from the 22 years that I've worked in the 
fitness, beauty, wellness, health, and culinary industries, as well as media and publishing um, and news. I think it's really important to disclose the side effects that come with every medication that you could be taking. I also find it very sick that in the U.S. we advertise prescription drugs like it's fucking candy. I would encourage the FDA to no longer allow these types of commercials um, because it's sending the wrong message to our youth that a pill or a prescription is the answer to everything. And I am not a doctor, which is why I will always tell you to see your physician or call the number that we listed earlier today. And we can go back to it again or just hit rewind. Um, but remember, if if you have help, please talk to whoever it is that is your medical professional that you go to. And if you need help, then please rewind this pod and listen to the numbers that were given at the beginning or dial 866-932-1264. And it would be so important for you to get help and not fall under this spell of I need to lose weight to be beautiful and thin and popular and funny and to get attention. Um, as somebody who has worked as a fit model, which means I was a live mannequin for everyone from Habitual Jeans to Calvin Klein Swimwear, Speedo, Roxy, Hurley, etc. Growing up as a swimwear model was very interesting. It did not lead to disordered eating. It led to a very like restrictive lifestyle where I had to be very um, careful with what I ate. You know, but once I went to culinary school, I think that was one of my main, one of my main pattern makers, Polinda actually got really mad at me because I think she knew I would end up gaining weight in the long run. I would be focusing on cooking and no longer fit modeling, even though it was super lucrative and very easy. It was also a job where you had to kind of be lucky with the measurements on one's physique in order to fill that role. I will tell you the things that work. And so since one of the first things that we're focusing on is like, why are we so obsessed with weight loss? And why is it like the pinnacle of everything that we talk about when it comes to physical beauty? And I think it's that society puts so much pressure on all of us to be thin and beautiful and to look young and fabulous forever. We also reward people when they lose a ton of weight And we tell them things like, you look great, you're amazing, congratulations. And I think what we should really be explaining is like, let's get you back to a healthy weight so that you can live a full and vibrant and healthy life full of health, good nutrition, and really healthy habits. So even though I was very restrictive in my eating during my modeling days, those those are really great tools and resources to staying healthy. You know, it's really easy to go back for seconds and thirds when it comes to dessert. But if you use this Japanese terminology called harahachibu, which is actually an ancient term, it means you only eat until you're 80% full. You never actually eat until you're full. The feeling of feeling full is actually... um, different than satiation. So when you feel satiated, it's like you should feel satisfied that you have eaten enough. And that's where portions come in. 
and one of the easiest ways that you can keep your portions down is just eat on smaller plates. If you get smaller plates, like a medium-sized plate instead of a large, your plate is going to look very full and you're going to feel a little bit more satiated. You can also use chopsticks if you would like. In Japanese culture, we eat a lot slower. I'm, I was weirded out on the airplane the other day when we were all eating and everyone around me had like devoured their meal. And I was like, damn, I, I really enjoy eating very slowly. Don't forget to also consume a ton of water in between meals and during meals. And I will recommend this too. One of the easiest ways to get healthier and better and well and to look better overall and get better sleep, gut health, and overall athletic performance if you choose athletics is to just stop drinking alcohol. You don't have to drink um, excuse me, you don't have to stop drinking cold turkey. There's actually a really great non-alcoholic that I've tried recently that was so fucking good. It's called, is it Athletic? Um, Athletic Brewing Company. They have created a different type of brewing process and created an NA beer that is fucking good. And you guys know me, I'm all about flavor. I've changed over the years tremendously from being restrictive and like the smoothie girl and, you know, rocking abs on the cover of my books to just sort of being a little bit more like real. It's almost like full circle. We get to live life one more time when we co go into our early 40s because we're like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to have the marg. I'm going to have a little bit of, you know, the guacamole and the chips with my fish tacos and I'm gonna go you know for the extra slice of pizza because we know at the end of the day we work out we don't drink often and we're gonna be healthy for the rest of the week this isn't a guarantee that each of us lives this way but I encourage you to take a look at your eating habits and see where can you make a little change Personally, I won't disclose these two gentlemen that are, are close to me in my life through the years. I've seen one cut out sweets and like ex excessive amounts of carbs and bread and watched him really slim down and bulk up. And then another one, I watched stop him stop eating bread and um, like milk and dairy products. And I I was really amazed at how they had both shed weight and one must have been earlier like in life in their 30s and the other um, is much older in their 70s and they're both still able to keep the weight off but remember it is like one of those things you have to keep you have to keep it as part of your lifestyle so the second part to note is you know why are we obsessed and take stock and maybe write down three reasons why you're obsessed. For me, I work in front of a camera, so I always have to look good. Number two, I always practice what I preach for the most part, or, or really honestly, like 98% of the time I probably do. Um, just because just I don't have a reason to really be a hypocrite, I really do practice most of what I preach and have my entire career. Does It, it doesn't mean I'm perfect at all. I'm, like I always say, a piece of shit, but... I really do. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> um, and then the third part, you know, generally speaking, I, we all have different, 
diseases and unfortunately cancer that runs in our families. And when I found out when one of my aunties passed away, um, she was my age and it broke my heart because I didn't realize that she was so young because when it happened, I too was very young and didn't pay attention to the age. And so heart disease for women is something we have to look out for. And we'll get into cardio. But I do want you to each look at your family lineage, whether it might be breast cancer or pancreatic cancer or maybe uterine cancer, or it could be on the father's side, heart attacks, strokes. You know, these are all things that you want to take stock on. And that's the last reason why I like to maintain a healthy physique and lifestyle is because I want to live a healthy life with as little to do with having to visit the doctor if I don't have to. You know, of course, it's great to see your physician once a year or maybe twice a year. Um, and, and make sure you go to the gynecologist once a year if you are a female and make sure that you take good care of yourself. But again, I work in front of the camera, so appearance does matter. And it's not shallow. It's just a matter of looking professional and polished. And then, you know, second second to that, I also really want to feel good. Because when I look good, and when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, your whole life really does start to improve. And again, lastly, you want to make sure that you are on track to what I call everything is cumulative. So when you get older in life, you want to make sure that you put yourself in a good situation, that your loved ones are going to see you forever and ever, and that you look at the types of diseases and and cancers and unfortunate health issues and risks that have been in your family lineage. I know this isn't a fun topic to talk about, and I wish I was one of those people who could talk about blowjobs and licking ass all day. But I'm not doing that. Sorry for the vulgarity. (laughs) Apparently people talk about that publicly now, which is so gross. You guys, sometimes it is very good to button up. Um, It would be so easy to have a podcast, by the way, that talks about all that stuff. But I have a very devout Christian father and a Buddhist mother. And I would be damned before I went out and said those types of things regularly. Um, I think it's it's great to have a podcast where you have a medium where you and I can have a very open relationship where I'm saying exactly how I would talk to one of my best friends and I'll have them fact check that. It's so much easier for me to have a non-restrictive combo with you. And that does mean sometimes podcasting is this beautiful space where we can actually be a lot more real and raw. And it also means that I have a deep responsibility to take care of uh, because I've been in this field for a long time working side by side with doctors and nutritionists and, and, you know, even nurses and nurse practitioners, et cetera, in their field. And if not, some of the best in the world. And it feels stupid for us to be sitting around writing health and wellness bullshit all day and not addressing a real problem. Not only is weight loss dangerous, but it's also like not talked about enough in a format where young girls can take in this information and also understand that 
it's okay if you don't understand your body yet. You're still growing and learning. And you know what? Every single day, we each wake up to a new start. So whether you are going to go work out that specific day, whether you're eating healthy, maybe you're not eating so healthy, maybe you're a drinker, maybe you eat a lot of sugar or processed foods, it's important to make these changes. You can read all the health and wellness books you want, or you could buy into the wellness bullshit out there, which we talk about frequently on this pod, which is snake oil, or you could actually just take the reins and do the work and say, you know, okay, I need to eat X amount of calories a day and I need to go to the gym or bar method or yoga or surfing, stand up paddle boarding, walking, running, jogging, tennis, like pick any of the vices that you love. Maybe it's beach volleyball. Maybe it's going for a swim. Maybe you are a cyclist. I don't give a fuck as long as you move your body one time a day. It doesn't even have to be that far. I know I sometimes speak about those 10,000 steps, which is a really great starting point for everybody. But for instance, today, um, I only hit like roughly 4,500 steps because I went into a different part of Brooklyn and back. So that's not, that's not a lot. So I've got to be mindful that I didn't move my body a ton today. So for one of my main meals, I'm going to do, you know, a salmon and hummus wrap, which is full of veggies and tapenade and you know, I'll add a little bit of salsa and oil and vinegar and spices and turmeric. And sometimes I just think it's important for us to like, be a little bit more open about how we lose weight if we have to for work. So I'm going to get into that next as well. So again, think about why you are personally thinking about weight loss because it it does come across everyone's mind it has to and then second think about your family history and if you don't know much about it I I ask you personally to please my hands on my heart ask your parents ask your grandparents ask your aunt or uncle about your family history you know you have to consider things like alzheimer's you have to consider strokes dementia these are things that you could even help to prevent by changing your diet right now my friend dr drew ramsey writes some really cool books on um how to eat to beat diseases so you should look up his books if you would like to learn more And one of the last things that goes along with this trifecta of like looking into why weight loss matters to you personally and then doing the research on your family lineage is actually doing the work. So that means I gave you an example of my day today. Didn't get to work out because there wasn't time. And that's no excuse. I still could have fit it in. But frankly, I was fucking lazy today and I flew from... San Diego to New York and I was fucking tired. Um <laughs> I don't I don't drink on the airplane anymore, so you guys know. Oh, I've done that plenty of times <laughs> and have great stories, but I I don't do it anymore cuz I feel like shit when I land. And you know, nobody wants to land hungover. It's probably the worst thing possible. 
And then, um, you know, sometimes I need to adapt just to the quick time change and I give myself one or two days to do so. And I put a lot of my focus on volunteering today and catching up on my new book proposal, which is actually why we're talking about this pod today. So what is the work going to consist of for you when you're personally on your journey to staying and maintaining your weight? Maybe you're already 10 or 15 pounds overweight and you just want to lose a little bit. So in this instance, I would make sure that you cut out alcohol and excessive processed foods. I know it sucks and it's annoying, but I also know that I can teach you some meals. I can recommend my book, Clean Green Eats, Clean Green Drinks, Cook Yourself Sexy has really good recipes, um, as well as Kintsugi Wellness and Cook Yourself Thin was a great book. Don't mind the fucking title. I've said this a million times, but I did not come up with that shit. And these books have really basic recipes that anyone can make at home. So whether it's a turkey burger that's in Cook Yourself Thin, or maybe it is my fish tacos that are in Pretty Delicious, or maybe it's my blueberry matcha smoothie and clean green drinks. These are all fucking good and they're not that hard to make. Cooking also releases endorphins. Cooking also makes you feel satiated because you get more satisfaction when you are done eating the meal, true story. Case in point, if you want to lose 10 to 15 pounds, I really think your best resource is picking up a cookbook. Do it with a friend if you want to. Ask a friend to do it with you and just say, hey, do you want to cook through one of Candace's books for the next month? I want to see what happens. I also do recommend replacing a meal with not a slim fast shake, but with one of my smoothies. These are top nutrition. They're full of greens. They're full of antioxidants, vitamins, nutrients, amino acids, things that your body really needs and craves. And then if you are um, binge eating in any sort of way, or say you, you eat and it's out of control eating, I would make a case in point to talk to a nutritionist or give a phone call um, to one of the, the phone numbers and let them know that you have a problem with excessive eating and that you emotionally eat. This is very common and it's okay. It really is, you guys. I think we actually all do it. Under the circumstances of like an individual that that is abnormal, I think maybe they don't do that. But I do think it is normal for a lot of people to stress eat in our industry Um, or not just in our industry in general when we're talking about losing 10 or 15 pounds if if you need to this is not like let's get fucking cut this is like I'm overweight and I'd like to go back to my regular size Um, If you make a big fat green salad, and my books, especially uh, Cook Yourself Sexy and Clean Green Eats, has incredible salads. Um, I have been told by many women that my salads are the only ones that their husbands or boyfriends will eat. And we've said this before on the pod. Satiation is key, man. My dad does not want to eat a salad for my mom every day, but she makes him. So you got to add like a fried chicken in there or maybe it's avocado 
or maybe even you try kombu which is like reconstituted seaweed works really well wakame works really well hijiki even if it's a can of beans that you drain and strain so that you make sure that you get the the liquid that's in the can with the beans is actually what causes flatulence which is farting so just rinse your beans off really well strain them and rinse them then shake them and then put them in the salad these are all little tricks where you can make one salad a lot bigger and make it more satiated another trick that i use is um a lot of us in my family stopped eating full whole bread and we moved on to wraps so there's this really great organic wrap by La Tortilla Factory. I believe it is called Sonoma and it's a organic wrap. They're expensive. So if you can't afford them, totally go for your spinach wrap at the local grocery store um, and just start eating wraps instead of full-fledged sandwiches. One thing I'd like to note too is that I don't come from a family of money. I also don't come from nepotism and I don't have like I'm privileged in my own ways uh, absolutely um I come from a family of immigrants that believed in education and my parents certainly did help me get my college degree and I am so grateful for it but if we're speaking in terms of somebody who is on a budget I would go to Walmart or Target if I were you and I know these stores are close to a lot of food deserts and I would try looking at their fresh produce. Um, I would look up the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. I have them listed in my book, Clean Green Drinks. What you will find is that you can actually purchase some conventional foods with a thicker skin or rind, etc. Say avocados, they have a thick skin around them. So you can typically buy them conventional. But if it comes to a strawberry, you're eating that as is. So you want to make sure that you get organic when you are eating the direct flesh or skin of the fruit or veggie. I would say start loading up on fruits and vegetables. Start trying smoothies. You can even go frozen, especially with berries for smoothies. Start using only half a frozen banana instead of a full one. Start cutting out sugar by using something like an unsweetened almond milk instead of your sugary, shitty, disgusting milk. Not milk milk. Milk milk is good. I like it. But I mean like there's these fake milks that have a lot of added sugar in them and they're gross. And I also really, honestly, you guys, I love yogurt and I love cheese. And I, I know that there are a lot of people that push against dairy and I've written about that in my books too over the years, but I found that in moderation, these things are quite okay. So make sure that you find a milk that works for you, but please make sure that you're not drinking one that has added sugar in it. Those are not good. And when you're making a smoothie, you don't need honey, you don't need sugar, you don't need any added agave. Tell them no. If you're getting them made at the smoothie shop, no. And look at the amount of fruit that's going in. Pineapple is high in sugar. So are, say, like uh, papaya, mango, things of that nature, high in sugar. So be really careful with what you're adding into your smoothies at home. But make sure that you pick up a cookbook and you start to use cooking as your number one resource to losing the 5, 10, or the 15 pounds. It's not like I can maintain my slim weight all the time. I think because I was stressed out 
from moving across the country that, or yeah, I moved from Cali back to New York this year. Um, that stress actually helped me to stay really like, I don't know how, but it helped me to maintain a healthy weight. And I went to bar method every single day since I've like lived here at least five days a week to make sure that I keep the physique going. So this is our second commitment that we have to make if you're 5'10", 15, maybe say 20 pounds overweight. Is You got this. Don't let the 5, 10, or 20 pounds of weight weight you down. You have got this. It's not that much to lose. In a healthy span of time, say maybe like six months to two years, the weight can slowly come off over time. You don't have to overpressure yourself to do anything. But it is important for you to walk every day and it's important for you to go to a workout every day. On purpose, I like 45-minute classes. I can't do the hour anymore because there's too much demand in my career at this point. And a 45-minute workout sounds great to me. The other 30 minutes are spent walking or cycling to class. So I actually end up working working out an hour and 15 minutes every day. But remember that 30 minutes of that is just walking or cycling somewhere. Get a city bike if you don't have a pass already. It is so much more fun to jump on a bike and go to wherever you need. It is efficient with timing. It is efficient with locations, stations, and you can ride them in Brooklyn or New York or wherever you live get a cycling, like get a bike and just jump on it. Get a bike lock. I'm telling you, once you change something in your routine and you make it different, like bar method I've been doing for almost 15 years, but cycling on a city bike was new for me a few months ago. And it made going outside and getting out of my depressed little shell so much easier. The other thing, and lastly to note is you know, are you consuming too many calories when it comes to your drinks and beverages? Is your morning coffee full of sugar and crap you don't need? Is your matcha from Starbucks and made of all sugar? Or are you drinking your calories every day away? I have noticed in conversations with some of my best friends that are also workout instructors that we do notice um, that we have people we're close to that just overeat. So they're just eating too many calories. That doesn't mean that you need to be restrictive. It means as a healthy woman, you want to eat about like 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day. You want to make sure that you exercise for like 30 minutes max a day, even if it's just a shitty walk. And walking isn't shitty. I just make fun of it because it's kind of boring. But I do like walking around Brooklyn and New York. But are you drinking your calories in even like a margarita or a beer or say you just really like going to the smoothie shop, but then you need to look at the amount of calories and the amount of sugar that are in those drinks. Your head is going to explode when you see 53 grams of sugar in one smoothie. When you look at that soda that you're drinking or even the poppy, like these things have added sugar in them and you need to be very mindful I would say switch to a spindrift, switch to a regular seltzer water with lime or lemon, try drinking black coffee, tea, switching to a matcha with zero sugar added. And if you really need to add sweet, then you add your monk fruit and you add a little touch of it and then 
stevia is good too and just a little dab will do ya you don't need to go overboard keep in mind that portions also you don't need to overeat you need to practice harahachibu am i full am i good am i satiated did i cook my meal did i make my own smoothie did i make my own morning matcha or coffee one thing that makes me cringe, and I am so sorry if this is some of you unpopular opinion, maybe popular opinion that's just not been revealed. I can't fucking stand people that drive to get their coffee or tea in the morning. Are you that fucking lazy that you can't sit there in your kitchen and make a drink? Sorry. I'll be rough and harsh because sometimes I have to be. But realistically, you would be saving hundreds, if not thousands of dollars over time by getting up and making your own shit and feeling satiated in doing so. Making matcha is a gift every morning. Get your cha sen and your cha wan, that's your bamboo whisk and your matcha bowl, or get a pour over coffee, a Chemex is awesome, a French press, even better. These are things that don't waste K-cup bullshit, filters, your fucking douchey little pods that you use. Our a planet is pretty much fucked. So at this point, I ask of you two things. Make your own coffee and tea at home to save on waste. And also try eating vegetarian or pescatarian most of the year because our planet is fucked. And these are little things that you can also do that will really help you to lose weight. Now, who you roll with does also matter. And this is one of the last points I'll get to. It's really good to hang out with other women and men or whoever that is healthy. It is extremely important that you roll with people that are not unhealthy. Debauchery comes in all sorts of forms, whether it's alcoholism, overeating, emotional eating, binge eating, or just somebody who is pretty crazy. <laughs> so you are who you roll with. Make sure that you hang with like-minded people, people that you want to emulate in life, people that you want to be around. I wasn't always this way. I would probably land on the scale of being like a crazy party girl. But that was also 20 years ago. And I've done a lot of good self-work. And nothing that I'll ever recommend in my books, magazine, articles, or podcasts will ever tell you shit that I didn't do myself. So once you get off of all of these weirdo habits and don't be hard on yourself, just say, you got this, then you can move on and you can also learn next on how to sleep better because better sleep, having a really nice bed, great mattress, save up for it. Fuck going on this vacation or trip. Make your own bedroom, your own sanctuary. Get a diffuser, get plant therapy, essential oils, get a singing bowl. Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Get the resources that are not too expensive, but are a great investment for your own personal health and well-being. Because I would say a good 95% of people out there touting and preaching shit to you are all full of it. I wouldn't take advice from any of them. Personally speaking, I believe everyone's path is going to be different. Everyone's genetic pool is different. 
Everyone's lifestyle is different and everybody lives under different circumstances in a different part of the world. And we need to be a little bit more respectful of how others live. At the same token, if you want to be healthy, quote unquote, if you want to feel better or look better, if appearance and weight loss matter to you, which they are not the most important thing in life, but it is good to remain a healthy person all around. If these things matter to you, make these little changes and do it with grace and do it with compassion for yourself. Again, pick up one of my books. I say it time and time again, but they do matter and they do work. There's a reason why I'm on my eighth book when I turned 40. I think it's important for you guys to note Publishers would not be paying me money to write books after 20 years if they were shitty. You need to pay attention to the people that you're looking at and you're learning from. And I'll do the same. I'm constantly looking for better teachers. Some of my favorites currently are Tara Broch, Eckhart Tolle, and I actually find um, this new book, Letting Go, to be quite remarkable. I will speak about that over the next few weeks as well. Um, Oh yeah, and Dennis Rodman got a face tattoo. Not sure how I feel about that, but on another pod maybe. (laughs) All right, I'm going to get to a couple of really quick questions. I didn't realize that I could talk about weight loss for 41 minutes straight. (laughs) But then again, I was a host at Home Shopping Network, so I can do anything live for hours. Um, Many of you women asked what kind of collagen I like to use because I pointed out that I use collagen, but you want to know my favorite. So there's one called uh, Great Lakes Wellness, a quick dissolve collagen peptide. Um, I found this at Trader Joe's. It's a product that's been out since 1922. You can go to at Great Lakes Wellness on Instagram. Really like their product a lot. Works really well. There's also a product called Sparkle Wellness that has a high quality collagen powder that I really like. And uh, sometimes I think it's important to look at labels and things because a lot of um, some big box protein powders and collagen powders, forgive me if I said collagen powders earlier, I was talking about collagen, excuse me, not protein powder. Although collagen does contain protein, we're talking about collagen powders today. Um, My thought was going towards some of the big collagen powders out there are actually owned by some really bad companies. So I do tend to buy smaller companies' brands sometimes, not always, like I work with Itoen and I love their brand. Uh, they're very Japanese, traditional, and I I love the people that work at the brand and their products. But you have to be careful because a lot of these once independent collagen powders have been bought out by big box guys. So you need to be really careful. Um, but that question came from two different ladies, actually. Christine... You are so cute. And then also Karen. Home Ricky. You guys are very helpful when it comes to asking me very smart questions. Okay. I've got two more for the day only and then we are good. 
Candace, what is your favorite way to relax on the weekend? Well, what can I say? I went to the beach this weekend for one day out of the entire summer. My partner and I had three hours or something to go and relax, and it was amazing. Uh, went to Del Mar and read magazines and dove in the water and missed it terribly. I miss you, Pacific Ocean. Um, and then last question of the day is, Candice, what happened to Kintsugi, the documentary, and the book? Okay, this is a really good question from James H. Um, James, it came out not long ago at all, but I'm actually looking for a film distrib- film distribution company or a film distributor to help me to put Kintsugi Wellness on a North American or Western market scale. So if anybody listening to this pod works in that business, we have an awesome show that I wrote in 2018, 2019, and 2020. So not touching the writer's strike at all. Um, I am fully here to respect our writers and fellow actors and those in the industry who may be struggling right now because of the strike. I stand with you. And I know what this is like. Most of us writers who do the small scale work don't make any money at all. It's a very sad but true part of our industry. So I hope that these tables can turn a little bit and that the executives can actually look at us and say, you're right, we don't need to pocket so much money. We can share our wealth with those who are writing our popular shows, docus, books, etc. Um, so the Kintsugi Wellness book is on Amazon or wherever you can find books like IndieBound Books and BarnesandNoble.com. And on Amazon, I've noticed that you actually have to type in Kintsugi Wellness hardcover book in order to get to the very popular hardcover book. And it's done really well. I hope that each of you can leave a review for this podcast, Wabi Sabi, and for Kintsugi Wellness or Clean Grain Drinks or Eats. All of these projects need reviews in order for this next book to come out, which will be around healthy-ish shit and no longer like super clean everything. Hi, I'm super clean and I'm perfect. Hair toss. Because we're not. We're really not. We thought that maybe like 12 years ago, but we're not. So the point would be, you know, let's be a little more, more realistic. Let's not take prescription pills to lose weight. Like, let's look at what our ancestors did. We can absolutely maintain a healthy weight and live a long and vibrant life. We can look up to some of our elders. We can learn from our elders and our culture. We can be a little bit more realistic. We can train ourselves to cook and do big and bad things. We can actually learn new things too when we cook. And no pressure on yourself either way. One of the greatest resources you can give to yourself is just a little bit of peace of mind that we're all doing our our very best. Um, So James, thank you for your question. And the short answer is Kintsugi was a really great franchise that I created. And I so desperately hope that we can find a way to get the docu on American or westernized like it could be european it could be you know obviously british or um, australian or canadian but i just want someone else to pick up the series 
so we can share it in other places um, and not just Japan. I hope you guys had a great weekend and please leave a five-star review for Spirited on Audible Originals by Candice Kumai. For those of you who have, you're amazing and have a great week. I will be selling these singing bowls so you can buy them. They're from Nepal. They are handmade and I would be proud and honored for you to purchase one as well. Follow me on threads. Follow me on Instagram and um, please ask me questions on threads. We need to get the combo going. You guys have made me look like I am a cricket master, like crickets going loser by not writing me a lot. I saw one person, Caitlin, tweet at me about the pod. The podcast also has a threads account. So please ask me questions there. I promise you I'll answer them. I also found out that I have really big fans um, that are out that are are danish and i i was like wow i had no idea you guys are really fucking cool by the way everybody that's all over the world and i'm thinking about going to poland very soon too it's a toss-up between poland and japan right now but i really got to figure my shit out so i better go rescue the cats write the books do all the damn things and please just write your review because i bypass all those shitty applebee's commercials for you guys on here because I don't need the advertising money. I just need to help to make the world a better place however I can. And if that's not listening to shitty ads, you're very welcome. Now, please trade me. (laughs) Have a great week, you guys. Positivity. Positivity always wins.